What would you do if you no longer felt sick and tired? What if you woke up every day feeling amazing in your body and in your life? How would your life be different? You and your body are capable of incredible things. You have the power to heal. You just need the right tools and support. If you're ready to heal your body and feel amazing, tune into the Heal Your Body Show with host Dr. Jamie Gillum. Welcome to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and today we're talking about hypothyroidism and why your endocrinologist is not helping you. And I think this is a very important topic. I'm not trying to say that endocrinologists don't provide a lot of benefit when it comes to healthcare. But when it comes to treating hypothyroidism, we see a common occurrence where people are just simply not getting proper testing and they're not getting proper treatment. And this leaves many people with hypothyroidism under medicated and suffering with symptoms because they are not getting proper care. And so if you have hypothyroidism and you are not feeling good, you're not feeling amazing and you're tired, you're chronically fatigued, you've got body pain, joint pain, you have constant headaches, you have digestive issues, you have cold and hot sensitivity, you're having mood swings, you're unable to concentrate, you're having sleep disturbances, you're having vision problems, you're having dental problems. There's a three-page list of symptoms that occur from hypothyroidism not being properly treated. So if you're suffering, and also if you are suffering to manage your weight, this is a big indication that you are not getting proper care. And I have hypothyroidism myself due to a thyroidectomy, and I'm passionate about this topic because I went through a lot of crap trying to get proper care, and I was feeling horrible after my thyroidectomy, and I kept being told, your labs are normal, you're fine. And I kept saying, but I'm tired and I can't remember things and I can't recall words and I'm working out and I'm managing my nutrition, but I'm steadily gaining weight. Something's wrong. And I just kept being told that my labs were normal and try to diet and exercise. We can try an antidepressant. And I was thinking to myself, this doesn't make any sense to me. Something is wrong. And that is really what led me into pursuing healthcare because once I was able to get proper treatment, and I wanted to learn for myself how I could manage my own care through that process. I recognize that so many people are not getting proper care, not just within endocrinology, but within our healthcare system as a whole. And that means on the natural wellness side of things and on the conventional side of things. And there are great diagnostic testing procedures. There are great treatment plans and there are many great providers on both sides of the fence, but then there is a lot of in between where people just aren't, aren't getting the help that they need and they're not being heard. We as patients are not being listened to when we say something is wrong. And more than anything, if you really want to take charge of your health, it starts with understanding your own body and then understanding how to advocate for yourself. And then from there, 
there, understanding how to select a provider that is truly going to help you. So one of the biggest pieces with hypothyroidism is proper testing. And 60% of hypothyroidism cases are undiagnosed. That means these people are needlessly suffering and they are not getting any treatment at all. And this is a huge problem. And it stems from not only a lack of testing, but also an improper evaluation of the lab values. And this really stems from the 1970s. So you have to understand the history to understand why this is such a problem in our healthcare system today, because prior to 1972, everyone was treated with naturally desiccated thyroid hormone medications. These are medications derived from porcine, their T4 and T3 combo meds. That means that they have both inactive thyroid hormone, which is T4, and active thyroid hormone, which is T3. They also contain calcitonin, which your thyroid makes to regulate calcium in the body. They also contain precursors and byproducts of T3 and T4. Now, prior to 1972, this was all that was available. And they did not have thyroid testing until the mid to late 70s. They did have T4 testing, which came about in the 60s, but it was rarely utilized. TSH and other thyroid testing was not available until 1973 and later. And in 1970 and prior to that, there were problems with people being over-medicated and having a lot of side effects from thyroid medication. People were being underdosed, overdosed, and people were treated based on symptoms and based on BMR testing, which BMR is your basal metabolic rate. There is testing available to give you an approximation of your basal metabolic rate, which is the minimum amount of calories your body needs each day to function. And some utilize this test to determine if somebody needed treatment for hypothyroidism. Because if you have hypothyroidism, you're going to have a low basal metabolic rate. So people were being treated and they were having all these problems with the treatment of patients. And in 1970, through research, they discovered that we convert T4 to T3. This was the first discovery of this. And it was a big discovery. And with this discovery, the consensus was, oh, people convert T4 to T3, so they don't need T3 in their thyroid medication. And the T3 is the problem. And levothyroxine, which is what is the standard treatment protocol for hypothyroidism today, this is synthetic T4. It was created in 1927, and then it was synthesized in 1956, and then it just kind of sat on the back burner. With this discovery and with the discussion that people convert T4 to T3, maybe it's a T3 in the medication, the decision was made to put levothyroxine on the market and make it the new standard treatment for hypothyroidism. 
1972, Merck put levothyroxine on the market. And from that point forward, providers have been taught and are still being taught that when you treat hypothyroidism, you use levothyroxine. And we have generic levothyroxine. The brand names are Synthroid, the Voxel, Unithroid, Tyrosin, and there are some other less commonly used brand names and some brand names used outside of the United States that are more common in certain countries. And the teaching is that you don't need T3 because you convert T4 to T3. And with that also has come about the idea that you don't need to test T3 in blood work. And this is what the majority of endocrinologists the, this is the philosophy that they are following when they are treating patients. They test TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone. It's produced by your pituitary to tell your thyroid how much thyroid hormone to produce. It is not produced by your thyroid. And sometimes they will test T4. Many providers only test TSH and will diagnose, medicate, change medication dosing, tell you you're fine uh, based on TSH only or TSH and T4. And this to me is negligent because it's simply not enough information to understand somebody's thyroid function, to understand their conversion of T4 to T3 because T4 is inactive thyroid hormone and it converts to both active and inactive T3. It's also metabolized by your peripheral tissues. So if you don't know what your active T3 is, which is the thyroid hormone that's actually regulating your metabolism, this is free T3 in your lab work, you have no idea if you're properly medicated or if you need medication, if you're not diagnosed with hypothyroidism. And reverse T3 in your blood work is inactive T3. And many people struggle with converting too much of their T4 to inactive versus active T3. And this is something that we see often in lab work, especially if you're on a high dose of T4. It's very common for patients to convert a lot of that to inactive T3 versus active T3. And this is typically because of something going on in the body that is causing inflammation. So reverse T3 is an inflammatory marker and it will be high if you're in the middle of an acute scenario. So you recently had surgery, you're injured, you're sick, you are in the hospital for some reason, you recently delivered a baby, any type of stress to the body can cause your reverse T3 to be high because it's part of your normal healing process. But when you're not in the middle of an acute scenario, it is a big red flag that you have inflammation. And what's happening is your body is converting T4 more to inactive T3 to heal and to basically conserve energy to slow metabolism for the healing process. And so it's very important to understand what your thyroid panel, what the levels mean, what the tests are, and then what the levels mean and what's optimal. And also with your thyroid testing, you should always get thyroid peroxidase and thyroglobulin antibody testing because these tests are looking for 
autoimmune disease. So Hashimoto's and Graves, which are autoimmune diseases that cause hyper and hypothyroidism. And many people are walking around with hypothyroidism, also hyperthyroidism, and have no idea that they're actually struggling with an autoimmune disease. And you don't know if you're not getting tested. Also, many of us who have had thyroidectomies, who have had RAI, people who were born without a thyroid, we also can have Hashimoto's and Graves. And just because they remove the thyroid or kill it with RAI, or you're born without one, doesn't mean that you are protected from developing Hashimoto's or Graves, or that that is going to be the cure, because these are autoimmune diseases. They're not thyroid diseases. They're autoimmune diseases that can cause thyroid conditions. And you can have secondary Hashimoto's. And this means that your hypothyroidism was caused by something else and you developed secondary hypo or secondary Hashimoto's. And so it's important to include those labs in your thyroid panel as well. And depending on your individual case, there are many other thyroid labs that can be included in a thyroid panel. For example, if somebody has hyperthyroidism, we include TSI and TRAB testing along with the standard panel because we want to understand are we dealing with Graves or Hashimoto's because Hashimoto's can also cause hyperthyroidism in the beginning stages for some patients during Hashitoxicosis and then they typically will flip to hypo. And this is important because I talk to many patients who are diagnosed with Graves and then they say, oh, and then all of a sudden I developed hypothyroidism and they did not have REI or thyroidectomy to treat the hyperthyroidism. And so in those cases, I say, well, probably you actually have Hashimoto's and it was misdiagnosed as Graves. So it's important to understand uh, what your thyroid panel means. And within your thyroid panel, you should always be testing, get a pen and paper and write this down because if your provider is not testing these things, it's a big red flag. TSH, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, and also TPO and TG antibodies. Those are thyroid peroxidase and thyroglobulin antibodies. And that's a basic thyroid panel. And also you need other labs as well, which we're going to talk about in the next segment. We're going to go ahead and go to our first commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk about optimal lab values for somebody on medication and for somebody who is not on medication. Those are two separate panels and they are different ranges that we have to evaluate based on if you're on medication, if you're not on medication. And then we'll also talk about other lab testing that is necessary and why. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. 
Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and today we're talking about hypothyroidism and why your endocrinologist is not helping you. And I want to tell you a little bit about my story because I think this is important and what so many patients experience. And I get to see people's lives change when they get put on the right medication, the right dosing, when we put them on holistic care in combination with medication, when we treat the body as a whole, and then when we include the lifestyle factors as well. But the biggest factor with hypothyroidism is making sure that you're properly medicated. And in some cases, depending on on the root cause, you can treat holistically and actually reverse hypothyroidism, but that's not true for all of us. It depends on your individual case. And the goal is for you to feel good and be symptom-free. At the end of the day, that's the goal. And medication for hypothyroidism, it is thyroid hormone replacement. That's what it is. We're simply replacing the thyroid hormones that you are lacking. And in my case, I had thyroid cancer. They took my thyroid out and put me on 112 micrograms of generic level thyroxine, told me I'd be fine. And all of the sudden I was not fine at all. And I used to wake up and think, oh my gosh, is this going to be the rest of my life? Because this is terrible. And I was just suffering with so many symptoms and honestly could not remember things. I couldn't remember conversations and my kids thought I was suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's. My oldest daughter was very concerned and I was having mood swings. I was actually throwing tantrums like a toddler and I was steadily gaining weight. I kept reducing my calorie intake. I kept adjusting my workouts. I was in a calculated calorie deficit. That's where you take your age, weight, height, activity level, and you calculate what your calorie intake should be so that you can create a calorie deficit. It was not working. I was actually in a surplus because I was not properly medicated for hypothyroidism 
and they were not looking at the other things going on in my body. So I was put on 112 micrograms of levothyroxine and I kept going back saying, Hey, something's wrong. And my endocrinologist was not listening to me. I went to my primary care. She told me I had to go back to my endocrinologist and I went to my surgeon. I went to my hematologist, oncologist, and they all said, you got to go talk to your endocrinologist. So I was just kind of stuck there when it came to what am I going to do? And now I am on 175 micrograms of tyrosine, which is a better quality levothyroxine. And I'm on 35 micrograms of T3. Lyothyronine is the synthetic form of T3. The brand name is Sodomel. That is a huge difference in medication and dosing. And if I was still on 112 micrograms of generic levothyroxine, if I had just accepted what my endocrinologist was telling me, there is no question that I would be 40 plus pounds overweight right now, even with my diet and exercise protocols. My TSH was a seven and my endocrinologist was telling me that I was fine. And that's not fine, even in conventional lab ranges for patients on thyroid medication or not on thyroid medication. And she was only testing TSH. So I don't have any other lab values from prior to me getting the right testing and getting on the right medication, but I was severely under medicated. And that means I was still hypothyroid. And that's why I was suffering with so many symptoms. I also developed moderate gum disease rapidly after they took my thyroid out your thyroid will also impact your dental health and your vision along with your cognitive function, every bodily function, because your thyroid regulates metabolism and your metabolism is responsible for all of your bodily functions and processes. So everything within my body had slowed down. So it's like having a metabolism of a turtle versus a race car. You want a metabolism like a race car, not too fast, but you want an optimal metabolism. And when it comes to what an optimal thyroid panel looks like for somebody on medication, there's a lot of disagreement about this within healthcare. And my philosophy and what works best for me and all of my patients is a TSH that is suppressed on meds. And many people are told if their TSH is suppressed on meds, they are hyper. This is so inaccurate. And the reason why TSH will be suppressed on meds when you're properly medicated is because it changes the feedback loop. When you replace thyroid hormone with medication directly, it's going to tell your pituitary that you're good and you don't need to produce any more thyroid hormone. And that's why TSH will be suppressed. Remember, TSH is produced by your pituitary. And TSH, a suppressed TSH, this means close to zero or below. My TSH is a 0.008. And my endocrinologist, before I fired her, had a meltdown through a tantrum in the office when she saw that my TSH was suppressed. And she told me, this is not good. This is not healthy. And I said, I feel amazing. And I've done my own research 
and my surgeon's okay with this and my current provider is okay with this and I'm okay with this. So I'm going to continue with this treatment plan. And when you have a TSH that is suppressed on meds, that is one indication that you are optimal or that you are close to optimal, but TSH alone doesn't give us enough information. And if I were going to choose just one test when it comes to thyroid function, if I could only pick one, it would be your free T3 because this is active thyroid hormone that's regulating metabolism. When you are properly medicated, your free T3 needs to be in the top end of the lab range. So it depends on the lab range. My lab range goes up to a 4.4 and my free T3 is currently a 4 Point two, which is optimal on meds. So if you're on medication and your free T3 is in the twos uh, or even in the low threes, that is an indication that you're not properly medicated. You're underdosed. Now, also your free T4, if you're on T4 only, which I don't recommend unless there's a medical reason to be on T4 only, this is your levothyroxine, um, that should be in the top end of the lab range, which typically is up to 1.77. So anywhere between 1.5, 1.77. And if you're on T4 and T3, your free T4 is going to be mid-range or lower. This is because when you are taking direct T3, it's going to cause your free T4 to be lower. Also, you're not depending on conversion of T4 to T3 as much. Your reverse T3 should be under 15, at least under 15. Optimal is 8 to 11. And if it is above a 15, that's an indication that you've got some inflammation, you're converting too much to inactive T3. If it is above a 20, that means you've got significant inflammation and there is a significant amount of your T4 that's converting to inactive T3. You do not want that. Okay. So your optimal thyroid panel, again, for somebody on meds, TSH close to zero or below, free T3, top end of lab range, reverse T3, eight to 11, at least under 15, free T4, if on T4 only, top end of range. If on T4, T3 combo meds, it's gonna be mid range or lower. And also if you have antibodies, your antibodies, the goal is to get them as low as possible. And many people have antibodies in the thousands. And that is a big indication that your immune system is in overdrive and your immune system is attacking your thyroid or thyroid function. And the way we treat autoimmune disease is with looking at what's going on in complete lab work, what is the trigger, evaluate lifestyle, evaluate stress, trauma, and then treat holistically. There's not a conventional treatment for Hashimoto's or Graves. So anybody out there, if you know that you have Hashimoto's or Graves disease, if you're struggling with hyperthyroidism, or if you've had Graves disease and you had REI or thyroidectomy, or you're currently on methimazole or another anti-thyroid medication, 
you know that they simply watch and wait and treat the thyroid once it has damage or there's a problem with function and they only treat the thyroid. They do not treat the autoimmune disease. So you have to treat the autoimmune disease. And then on top of this, you have to get other labs, whether you have Hashimoto's graves or not, because here's the deal. Many things trigger hypothyroidism and many things within the body are triggered by hypothyroidism and your body is an integrated unit. And so in my case, this is what happens to so many people who develop hypothyroidism uh, and still have a functioning thyroid, or if you have a thyroidectomy or RAI. So they took my thyroid out and it triggered a cascade of problems within my body. So number one, I developed insulin resistance. And I have worked out and managed my nutrition since high school. And all of a sudden, my A1C, which is a three-month blood sugar average, my fasting insulin, and my fasting glucose skyrocketed. And this is very abnormal for somebody with my lifestyle. And on top of this, my testosterone tanked. My testosterone was almost non-existent and also my progesterone was low. Now I was also approaching perimenopause. Um, so low progesterone is very common in perimenopause, but prior to my thyroidectomy, my progesterone levels were normal and my testosterone levels were good. So I believe that my thyroidectomy triggered my problems with testosterone and progesterone. Also, I had problems with my vitamin and mineral levels. All of a sudden, I had low vitamin and mineral levels. And this is so important that people recognize it's never just your thyroid. You never just treat the thyroid and all of a sudden you're fine. You have to treat the body as a whole because of how everything is connected. And that's another problem with endocrinology is they basically just treat the endocrine problem and they break the body apart and just focus on the endocrine problem without looking at the body as a whole. And when it comes to your sex hormones, your adrenal hormones, uh, your insulin, your glucose, those are all part of the endocrine system as well. Now, when it comes to hypothyroidism, many women in menopause actually develop hypothyroidism. They can develop Hashimoto's. Uh, or Graves' disease due to hormone deficiencies in menopause as well. So menopause can trigger autoimmune. It can also trigger hypothyroidism. And this is due to lack of progesterone, lack of estradiol, lack of testosterone. And sometimes if you just treat the menopause, you can reverse the thyroid issue. Also, other causes of hypothyroidism are iodine deficiency, deficiency in vitamins A, B, C, D, E, also deficiency in iron, in specifically stored iron and selenium, zinc, also excess estrogen, not just a lack of estradiol, but also excess estrogen can also cause hypothyroidism, insulin resistance, 
uh, or prediabetes, type 2 diabetes, exposure to toxins, to radiation, and also many other things can trigger hypothyroidism and systemic infection is another big one. Chronic dieting, chronic under eating and chronic yo-yo dieting, also living a sedentary lifestyle. Pregnancy is also a big trigger of autoimmune and also of hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism. So there are a lot of root causes that are triggers. Sometimes when you treat the root causes, you can reverse the hypo or hyperthyroidism, sometimes not. And also many of these things can also be caused by the thyroid issue. And so it's so important that you get comprehensive labs. What this means, a full thyroid panel and also adrenal and sex hormone testing, vitamin and mineral testing, a CBC with differential, write this down, a CMP, a lipid panel, which is your cholesterol. And another note, LDL cholesterol is often high in people with hypothyroidism when it's undiagnosed, untreated, or under medicated. And also an ANA screen is important. This is especially true if you have autoimmune symptoms or you've been diagnosed with Graves or Hashimoto's because we typically have multiple autoimmune diseases. They typically come in pairs or in threes. And then an EBV screen, which screens for Epstein-Barr, an active case, which Epstein-Barr early antigen can also come back positive if you have another type of infection as well. So these are comprehensive labs that give you a good look at what's going on in the body. If you are testing because you're having symptoms or if you are testing because you have hypothyroidism, you're being treated and you still don't feel good, you need to look at the body as a whole and always treat the body as a whole. You need to make sure your thyroid panel is optimal, but you need to treat the other things that have either triggered the thyroid problem or have been triggered by the thyroid problem. So we're going to go to our next commercial break. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. 
To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and today we're talking about hypothyroidism and why your endocrinologist is not helping you. So here's the deal. If you have not been diagnosed with hypothyroidism and you think, hey, something's got to be wrong with my thyroid, many symptoms of hypothyroidism are also symptoms of many other conditions. And these are things like menopause, PCOS, and even systemic infection, autoimmune disease. And there are many conditions where the symptoms are similar. Uh, so it may or may not be your thyroid. An optimal thyroid panel, if you are not on meds, is going to be a little different than if you're on meds. And so a TSH, when you're not on meds in functional ranges is 1.5 to 2.5. This is optimal. We also go based on how people feel. But if somebody has, say, a TSH of a 0.5, um, they may be very symptomatic. Even though they're within conventional ranges, they may be symptomatic of hyperthyroidism, even if uh, their TSH is still in range. So a functional range is optimal, not on meds, 1.5 to 2.5. And then your free T4, uh, 1.3 to 1.7. And a free T3, 3.0 plus. Uh, if you get into the higher end of that range, it depends on if you're symptomatic or not. Uh, if you are within range and you're at a 4.2, 4.4, if the lab range goes up to 4.4 and you say, but I feel great, uh, that's good. Most people not on meds, they're going to be somewhere 3.0 to 3.8 when they're optimal. And then your reverse T3, at least under 15 and then obviously your TPO, TG antibodies should be undetectable. And on top of this, we always want to go based on how a patient feels. So if we're medicating or not medicating and a patient says something's not right, I, I don't feel good, then we may adjust medication or, you know, we may do further testing. That's also important why comprehensive labs is necessary, because if your thyroid looks good, then there's something else going on in the body. And if your labs look great and you still say, but I don't feel good, it doesn't mean that there's not something going on because not everything shows up in lab work. I've had cancer multiple times. It did not show up in lab work the first time. And I kept being told that I had anxiety. I was having panic attacks. I kept going back. And then they said, maybe you have a vocal cord strain. And then it was maybe you've strained your neck because they knew I owned a gym and I was working out a lot. And they just were ignoring that something was in my neck because my labs were normal. But thyroid cancer, a lot of other cancers, many health conditions do not show up in lab work. You have to get the specific type of diagnostic test to look for that specific thing. So it can be a big investigation trying to get to the root of the problem. And when you feel like crap, 
your lifestyle is going to play a big role, making sure that you're eating nutrient dense foods making sure that you're exercising, but not over exercising and making sure you're on the right exercise plan for your body, for your underlying health conditions and for your lifestyle and for your goals. And then you have to manage your sleep. And many people just aren't getting adequate sleep, especially women struggling with hypothyroidism, with menopause, with other underlying conditions. Sleep has become a huge struggle for many people and you need to manage your stress. And if you have trauma, you need to heal your trauma. And this is not something talked about enough. It's been a big part of my healing journey. And I think we still need to do a lot of work to bring awareness, but I think stress management, we all could use more help in the stress management department. And no matter how good you're managing stress now, because stress is a lot on the body, whether it's physical stress, emotional stress, mental stress, also trauma. Many people don't recognize that they need trauma healing. And that also is stress to the body. It causes inflammation and inflammation is a driver of disease and we can see it in your lab work. So make sure that you do the lifestyle things, but for most of us, that is not going to be enough. Those are just foundational things that should always be part of your treatment. And then from there, making sure that you're on a quality multivitamin, making sure you're supporting your gut and your liver function, and making sure that you are addressing what is evident in your lab work. Many people are struggling with insulin resistance, many people are pre-diabetic by their 60s, especially in America, and we have an epidemic of type 2 diabetes, and you have to start treating in the insulin resistance phase because you go from insulin resistant to pre-diabetes to type 2 diabetes. It's a process, and many of us with hypothyroidism we have insulin resistance and we are having trouble even with diet and lifestyle. We are struggling with keeping a normal fasting glucose level and a normal A1C level, normal fasting insulin level. And so you have to get ahead of the game. You need labs to understand what your levels are, but this is a big part in being able to manage hypothyroidism, making sure that you are not struggling with insulin resistance or worse, making sure that your adrenal hormones and your sex hormones are optimal, making sure that your vitamin and mineral levels are optimal, making sure your liver function is optimal. Many people have fatty liver and hypothyroidism is one big cause of fatty liver. And if you have fatty liver, you have insulin resistance. Fatty liver sometimes shows up in lab work, sometimes it doesn't. And with fatty liver, sometimes you'll have elevated AST and ALT. These are liver enzymes and there are other liver testing that can be done. But the for the majority of people, these lab values may come back completely normal. And the way that you would be diagnosed with fatty liver if your labs are normal is by getting an ultrasound of the liver. 
they don't really treat fatty liver in conventional care. So if you have fatty liver, you have to support the liver. And that is with supplement support um, and also with your diet and lifestyle. And then you can also treat insulin resistance with things like berberine, inositol. Uh, there are many great supplements on the market that you can use. Also, there are conventional meds like metformin and many people are using GLP medications now as well. Uh, even if they are pre-diabetic or insulin resistant and not full-blown type two diabetes. So there are many options available based on your labs, what your labs indicate is important. And you have to make sure with treating the body, which another big piece of this is many people are put on cholesterol medication when the issue is high LDL, which is related to lack of thyroid hormone. So if somebody, if a provider is trying to put you on cholesterol meds for high LDL, which is causing your total cholesterol to be high and your thyroid panel is not optimal, that is treating the symptom. The cholesterol is not the problem. It's your thyroid and high LDL can be caused by other things as well. So before you go on cholesterol meds, if that's something that has been propositioned, you need to make sure that you have adequate amount of thyroid hormone, that your thyroid panel is optimal. So we're going to go to our next break and then we're going to wrap this up. I know I've kind of thrown a lot of information at you. Uh, so if you're overwhelmed, we'll wrap it up in the last segment uh, because it's so important. Number one, that you're able to understand why I think the why is important. Why is your endocrinologist not helping you? Why are they telling you you're fine when you're not? And then what? are the proper lab testing, um, what are the proper lab tests that need to be done? And then what are the proper lab values? And then what do you do with that information? It's important that you understand. There's a great book that I recommend. It's called Stop the Thyroid Madness. Uh, there's also a website, so you can order the book or you can go to the website, stopthethyroidmadness.com. It has a lot of great information about why endocrinologists are failing us and why we treat with T4, T3 combo meds, why we run full thyroid panels and why we run other labs and the importance of making sure you get proper care. And we're going to go to our next commercial break. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. 
Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Inspired Choices Network, and we're talking about hypothyroidism and why your endocrinologist is not helping you today. And here's the other thing. This is a little trivia fact for you, but back in uh, the 1800s, around the 1890s, that's when thyroid medication became available for hypothyroidism. So prior to that, there was no treatment and many people were put in mental institutions uh, because hypothyroidism can affect your mental health. And obviously, not only directly can it affect your mental health, but if you feel like crap and you're struggling to sleep, you're struggling with body pain and you're just not well obviously that can lead to mental health problems as well. But hypothyroidism is directly linked to anxiety, depression, bipolar, and many mood disorders, and also puts us at a higher risk for dementia and Alzheimer's. And you can easily look up these studies. We have the most thyroid hormone receptors in our brains. And if we have a lack of active thyroid hormone in our brains, it's going to affect our mood and it's going to affect affect our cognitive function. And this is so important to understand. Also hypothyroidism, when you are under medicated for life, when you are just living life and not getting proper care, you are at an increased risk for heart disease and for osteoporosis, for mental health disorders, and for many other health conditions, because your metabolism is slow and it has to be properly treated, not only for you to feel good and for you to be able to manage your body weight and your body composition, but also so that you reduce your risk of developing other health conditions that are directly related to the thyroid. And when you are seeking care, the big red flags are if your provider is not running a full thyroid panel, if they're only running TSH or TSH with T4, if they only treat with levothyroxine, which is generic levothyroxine, Synthroid, Levoxyl, Unithroid, or Tyrosine, uh, those are the most commonly used brand names. And also, if you tell them, I don't feel fine, and they say, but your labs are normal, you're fine. Those are big indications that you are not getting adequate care. And I'm passionate about this because I have lived it. I have lived it to where I would go to bed at night and just dread having to get up the next day because I knew how I was going to feel. And I went from feeling amazing to not being able to function. And so I know if you're out there and you're undiagnosed because they're not running the proper test or you're diagnosed, but you're under medicated, I know exactly what you are experiencing. And one of the biggest problems is it's invisible to everyone around us. And this is true 
not only for hypothyroidism, but for any endocrine problem, for autoimmune diseases, for inflammatory conditions, so many health conditions. It's not like having a broken arm where somebody's like, oh yeah, you got a broken arm. I bet that hurts. You probably can't throw a ball right now, right? These conditions, they're invisible to the people around us. So our loved ones, the people we live with day to day, our coworkers, our friends, they don't get it. They don't see the struggle. And oftentimes you're labeled as lazy or a chronic complainer when you just simply want to feel good and you want to be able to function. And if you can just get proper treatment, you can feel amazing. Hey, listen, I am feeling amazing and I don't have a thyroid. I have hypothyroidism. I have autoimmune disease and I'm in menopause. And I am so thankful and grateful that I am properly treated and I know how to manage my health so that I don't have to suffer. I feel better now than I did in my 20s and 30s. And you can too. You just need a proper evaluation and you need the proper treatment plan. You need a total body care plan, and then you need ongoing monitoring. So if you need help and you're struggling, you can reach out to me, jgwellnessclinic.com. You can book a consult. Uh, I will review any current labs you have and review your medical history and lifestyle and then discuss what you need so that you can actually feel good. If you need comprehensive lab testing, we can order that. And if you need T4, T3 combination treatment, if you need a med change or a med dosing change for hypothyroidism or you need medication because you have not been diagnosed and you do have hypothyroidism, you can reach out to me. We can get you set up with the right labs, the right treatment, get you on the right medication, get you on holistic care combined with medication so that you can feel good and you can begin to live again. So you can go to my website, book a consult. Uh, you can also follow me on TikTok, JG Wellness Clinic, Dr. Jamie Gillum, also on Instagram, Dr. Jamie Gillum, JG Wellness Clinic. And just be sure that you're having conversations with your provider and make sure you feel comfortable, make sure you feel heard. And if in your gut, you feel like they're just not listening, they're not getting it, reach out and we can help you and make sure that you also incorporate lifestyle management the best that you can. And that can be difficult when you feel like crap, right? When I feel like crap, I just want to eat pancakes and candy, to be honest. When I don't feel good, that's what I want. Um, so it can be difficult to, to be on the right nutrition plan and to even exercise because when you feel like crap trying to move, that's not fun and it's difficult. Also, if your body hurts, you're going to struggle to go work out because it's going to make your body pain worse. So the right treatment is key. And then as you feel better, you're able to better implement lifestyle changes over time. But in the meantime, do the best you can. 
go back and look at your last lab, see what's been tested and look at the lab values and reach out if you need help. Next week, I'll see you back here if you're live joining us at uh, the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 1 Central. Next week, we will be talking about holistic healthcare and what that involves, what that means. I'll see you next time on the Heal Your Body Show. Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body.